0: Welcome to Beyond the 8-Bit Screen, where nerds gather to explore the transformation from a video game to the big screen. Or really, just complain on why our favorite video games did not get good movies. My name is Zoe Dubisky, and I am your host for this quest. Today we're going to be talking about anything from Riot's roots in sexism, all the way up to why I have such a hard time playing League of Legends. Today, I'm going to be sitting with Malachi Lopez, Lexi Lindsay, Ben Dupre, and Joel Pitts. And yes, I completely just dragged my friends to the table to talk about why Arcane is such a good adaptation. So sit back, grab whatever caffeinated drink you probably have on you, and enjoy the episode.
1: Let's just start by going around, we'll introduce ourselves. I'm Alexis Lindsay. I'm a painting and drawing major. I've only watched a TV series. I know nothing else about the video game. So, yay. Hi,
2: my name is Benjamin Dupre. I have never touched grass recorded in life. Um, I'm a digital media major here at Anderson. And I play League of Legends and also watch
3: Arcane. And I am Joel Pitts. And I am... The fiance to the host. I uh, watched Arcane and I also play League of Legends.
4: Hi, Malachi Lopez. I watched the show, read some of the lore, not that much, and then I tried playing the game, but it was an experience.
0: It was an experience. And I think that's why this episode is so interesting to me because both the TV show and the game have both made me cry but for entirely different reasons. And that's kind of what I want to explore today, is what's what's the difference in there? And to start off, as mentioned, Lexi has not ever seen any content about the actual game. She has only seen Arcane. And so, Lexi, I would love for you to describe what you think the gameplay looks like
1: based on the show. I would imagine that the gameplay is very similar to the TV series where you... You're kind of like Assassin's Creed where you play the main character and you go through, like, the set story. But I imagine it's a first-person game. You go through. There's this pre-established story. And I don't know. I don't know how it ends. I just know the TV series kind of leaves us on a cliffhanger. Uh, Who do you think is the main character? Oh, hmm. I would have to say either Jinx or is it Vi? Yes, Vi. Okay. Okay. It's it's probably one of those two, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe Jace or one of the other. I think, yeah.
3: It's almost like there's like
2: a conglomerate of a lot of main characters. Yeah, like an ensemble. Yeah.
1: Maybe maybe it's like it changes. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. changes narratives. No, that's
0: that's so wonderful. Thank you. Um, do you guys want to play rock paper scissors to explain how it actually is, or I can do it?
2: I'm down to do rock paper scissors live on air. Rock,
3: paper, scissors, shoot. I won.
0: All right. You want to explain?
3: Okay. So it's basically a top-down MOBA. So essentially what you're doing is, is you're looking up from the sky like you're the god of this person and you're controlling them and they do everything you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like a dragon and you go kill the dragon in the jungle because there's a bunch of creatures all over the place. And it's a 5v5 game. So... There's actually not a main character. There's like a hundred something characters that you can choose from. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And so Jace and Jinx and all of those characters that are like kind of main characters of the ensemble um, are just a few of the characters in the game. Because the game actually takes place with a bunch of these champions from a whole ton of different like regions and areas to where like the place in the show is like Zaun and things like that are specifically one little section of the lore behind those group of characters. But then there's also places like Noxus, which has a whole completely different storyline and characters that are involved in it. Yeah.
1: So it it still has like the, an exclusive plot to these characters. Absolutely not.
3: Yeah, (laughs) no.
2: The game doesn't have anything. It is a multiplayer game.
0: How
1: do they make a series out of that then?
0: So when you're in the champion select menu, they do have backstories. And that was the angle they took for the show. They had a here I've got they have 165 champions as of my goodness right now. And they each have backstories. You see none of that in the game. So when they wanted to make a TV show, they said, hmm. What if we actually see these characters before they got to where they are now?
1: That seems like such a waste. I don't know, like the potential is all there. <laughs> so I have I have the
0: map pulled up for you. These are the two sides. They're you're trying to cross this map and get to the other side, and there are players. Oh my gosh, all this across Fortnite? this map, trying. No.
2: No, it's not. No. Okay. It's also not first person, so.
0: Yeah, so you a- you're looking top down. Your character's going, and there's different paths you take, and you're gonna fight other people. So it's like Pac-Man. More like Pac-Man yeah, than <laughs> it is Fortnite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: On a scale from Pac-Man to Call of Duty, it is more like Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so yeah, that was really the main thing I wanted you here for is to show how different the visual media of this game is versus
1: the actual gameplay. I am I am shocked, honestly. I mm. based off like the character designs that they have and then the amount of time and effort that went into this this wonderful TV series. There's none of that. None. Absolutely none. Yeah. They literally went through the trash and was like, ooh, this looks shiny. Let's turn this into something nice.
2: Okay, well, yeah. no, no, no. Trash is a bit of a strong term.
1: I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: they, they have like an extensive lore that was just written beforehand. It's yeah. not Why like. Why didn't they
1: touch on that?
3: No,
2: they did. That's like part of. Yeah, a, so like. The lore of each of the characters in the show was like already kind of, it was expanded upon in the show, but it was already kind of semi-written, like their personalities and like their backstories at least were kind of semi-written for the game.
0: Do you remember in Dragonvale when you click on a dragon, they have a description (laughs) written (laughs) on the side?
2: Dragonvale as an example?
0: Is is that all? (laughs) That's pretty much it, yeah. They have that description written, and then they made this show.
3: (laughs) On their website, there is more. There are areas you can go read more.
0: I'm going to throw some facts at you guys, because I did research. Mm. League of Legends, I know, I know. (laughs) League of Legends was released on October 27th in 2009. Really? Yeah, and then Arcane was released November 6th, 2021. A really large gap in between, and they went from having about 40 champions to 165. The whole model of the game is that it's free to play and they make money off of a lot of like skins and other in-game purchases. They have 180 million monthly active players as of last year. League of Legends, the game, has a 3.0 on Google and it says that 75% of people like it. Arcane has a 9 out of 10 on IMDb and 100% tomato meat. 9 out of 10? 9 out of 10, 100% critic rating and 96% audience score.
2: That's...
1: As an artist, oh it, it is visually stunning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I you can tell how dumbfounded I am because <laughs> that those visuals are incredible, and just to have it kind of like a maze perspective, it just doesn't make sense in my mind how you have these really fleshed-out characters and character designs and just artistic choices where I don't see that in that map. I don't know how that works.
3: So, I mean, they... They go through and they design these characters with like a lot of like detail. Like, there was, um, oh shoot, Viego, um, one of the more recent. It was like actually a really highly anticipated character because they kept hearing about this character in the lore, and so he has been something that they've been like designing for a while. It's where it's not like it's not like they're just throwing stuff in there. They they're making these characters and these characters have very specific design choices when they're put into the game. Yeah. It's just, it's treated like um, essentially the way that the game's narrative kind of is in the sense, the little that it kind of has is all these champions are being taken from different worlds, their own worlds to this realm. Yeah. So it's kind of like all of the arcane is, they're just taking the written and the concepts and just putting it into an animated uh, narrative. Yeah.
1: I see that better now. Cause that, the, the concept art reminds me a lot of what is it? The card game that is really Magic fun. the Gathering. Magic the Gathering where there's this really detailed art but it's not necessarily used in the game per se.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and their character actually comes out in other stuff too like their gameplay. Like Jinx in the show is incredibly like unruly and kind of like unhinged and like that kind of shows itself a lot in her gameplay because she uses a bunch of explosives. She like does a lot of damage but she's also kind of like frail in a way where if you manage to like corner her or something then there's not really much that you can do to outplay that.
1: Man and that's genius the way that they wrote the backstory in order to to demonstrate that she is unhinged and she is willing to to hurt others even at the risk of herself Mm -hmm. which is crazy to think about That you took that gameplay and made it into a tv show with such I guess not little, because you guys did say that they did, like, expand upon their character. It's just, I don't know, they, never playing it makes it very interesting to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've got some of
0: the champions pulled up over here. And what I'd really like to explore, just for a couple minutes, is the character design in the shows versus the character design in the games. Ooh. Because there are a lot of characters that are super scantily clad in the games, but I really don't feel like they chose that direction in the show. So I kind of want to explore that. These are some of the stereotypical things. Let me find. I mean, they're
1: definitely like classic are you designs. For Fortune. Of... No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> looking for Evelyn.
3: Oh, oh yeah, that'll
1: do it too. It definitely reminds me of like comic book characters, where it's like. We have armor, but it's literally a bikini, and it's like, what good is that going to do in Love a battle?
2: Is a succubus. Yeah. Like, that's part, like... That's kind of the point of the character, yeah, but, like, yeah. something like Misfortune is kind of like...
3: Yeah, Misfortune That's is. a
2: little excessive.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, though, in a lot of, like, comic books and video games, it definitely has a lot of the male gaze. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. You don't even have ribs. What can is you this? Can you guess who that is, though? That is Vi. I'm... I'm shocked and kind of sad.
3: It's uh, basically it's just Vi with
1: an hourglass figure,
3: a a much skinnier waist. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Like, there's no way the body could have proper function if your waist was that thin.
3: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's so true. There is an actual skin, though, of the arcane show.
1: That, that.
3: Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And it actually kind of keeps it to the, the body type of the show, which is. Mm-hmm. Just a mm-hmm. very strong looking woman. Is her physical model though in the game, like while you're playing her? I think that the physical model might be a little bit more realistic looking. I can't, because I've played her a little bit and I think the physical model while you're playing her is a bit more, but yeah, the, that art is definitely uh, a no bueno.
1: I know that there's like a saint, like I'm interested to see how they'll depict that.
3: I think Kale. Kale? Oh, yeah. Kale. yeah. She's like an angel. Mm-hmm. I, I play her a little. She's actually one of the other ones that isn't super scantily.
1: Her armor, like it's still a bodysuit, but at least I can still see elements of inspiration from armor. Mm-hmm. It yeah. definitely it
0: still has the stereotypical exposed arteries on the legs. It does have a full covering helmet, which is interesting. You don't normally see that. The main fault of this is that it's got the exposed arteries along the thighs.
2: Funny story about Kale's helmet, actually. Oh no she has this mechanic where the higher you level up... So, like, in the game, you, like, start out at level 1 every single match, and then you, like, progressively get higher and higher levels by doing things like killing the little minions that are on each side and, like, getting kills on the enemy team. And Kale has a fun little mechanic where the more she levels up, she actually gets stronger than most people, and her helmet slowly, like, dissipates off of her... Head as she gets stronger and stronger, which is a little weird because, like, you would think that the helmet would become more sturdy. I always thought it was because it was like
3: her magic got so strong. Uh
1: I definitely miss female characters like Samus, where I think the point of her, though, was you thought that she was a man the whole time and then she takes off the helmet and it's like super tight, yeah, zero suit, realistic skin
3: suit woman.
1: (laughs) Zero suit Samus (laughs) is not. Completely defeated the purpose, but yeah. just the fact that she had full-blown armor that would have protected her, that that would have saved her life. Those other women who are wearing bikinis or I don't even know what the succubus was wearing—nothing of uh, shadows, mer- yeah, mermaid yeah. scales. <laughs> who knows? I <laughs> that that's not going to save you in battle, and it's just not realistic. Why do we think that the show and the
0: game differ so much?
2: Uh. In terms of what?
0: Like, why would they choose? They have all these characters well-known for... Well, that's that's pretty much the only thing I knew coming into League of Legends was Mm -hmm. that it was known for being sweaty basement dweller. There's a lot of sexualized female characters. And I'm sorry, (laughs) but to the women of the gaming community, that was kind of all I had heard about. So the game, which very much kind of does confirm that when you look through all the characters versus the show, which does not... Why is there such a discrepancy?
3: Oh, yeah. I would say actually the show has more scantily dressed men.
1: That's true. There was was a lot more
3: times times where Zoe looked over, like Zoe and Lexi looked over, was (laughs) like, Chase.
0: (laughs) I'm (laughs) sorry, not sorry. That scene with him in the forge was written by women for women.
1: I didn't even think of the female gaze in the TV show. That is, you're right. That's such a shift.
3: Mm.
0: Where
1: they—I guess maybe they were trying to undo some of the damage they did,
3: to a degree. But I mean, like Jinx, I think the biggest thing is their designs were just more like they had realistic bodies. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing because Jinx is actually—I think her skin in the show reveals more than in the game. It does not. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. I thought they it was. They
4: replaced her. No, it's more of the game.
3: I thought it was, like, both of them had, like, some, like, side boob.
0: They were, well, yes, they both have side boob. They kind of replaced her very small Dorito bikini with a halter
3: top. Oh, she did have a Dorito bikini. I just never, I had a skin, so I never used it.
4: I think, like, because we were talking about, like, the Gap. I mean, when did you say it came out back then? So, it was, like, 2000...
0: 2009.
4: 2000, 2009. I feel like with how the media is... It's like we're more aware of things like that and trying to, I guess, what's the word? Better ourselves and be aware of things like that. And then also too, I think it the, the game is a different source of media compared to what Arcane is. So the, it, when you think about it, you're like, okay, what can we do different to, I guess, make us not get canceled in 20. 22 or 2023.
0: <laughs> I was wondering if it was because they wanted to open up the show into a wider demographic. Mm. If they knew what oh, people 100%. thought of their game and they wanted to almost course correct. So almost, sort of what Mal said with the times had changed a lot, but mm. also knowing like we serve a specific demographic with this art style. When we're talking about a show that we're trying to expand not only our universe, but maybe our players. Mm-hmm. making it seem more uh okay <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's just the word i've landed on
2: right mm-hmm. funny uh, funny story about the like birth of this game i guess so like apparently riot games uh the company that is behind league of legends whenever they first started out they had this work culture that was basically akin to a frat house oh boy and you could kind of see that through some of like even like the male character skins that they were doing like they had one there's this viking character called olaf and they have a broloff skin where he has like fur axes um and a lot of the early characters and like early character designs really kind of have that aura of like a frat guy making female characters so that would make a lot of sense as to why maybe they are so much like that, like especially some of the earlier characters.
0: There were, sorry, in the article that I was reading about the history of League of Legends, there was, I think, maybe a court case, but there was definitely allegations of sexism in the workplace.
3: That, yeah, probably.
1: That's just so common now.
3: Yeah, it well, feels now like especially in video game companies. That's a whole <laughs> other discussion.
1: Yeah, that's a different um, podcast. Mal, were you itching
0: to say something?
4: Uh, I guess one idea came into my head was why the skins are probably like what you're saying revealing and stuff like that was because again you're talking about the people like the typical people that played this game basically and I mean them a lot of them the only way this is a free are, bleh, sorry League of legends is a free game and they make money out of their skin so if that's the the player base that, Mostly plays it. I mean, it makes sense why they probably made like skins and exclusive skins look that way, just to get an easy bucks. Money. Mm-hmm.
0: You can't see us, but we're all nodding. Yeah. Like,
3: I I have
4: noticed. Yeah. yeah.
3: Recently, though, like I think along with the change of arcane, I, I might be wrong about this, because uh, it's just literally just I just it just I thought about it when Ben was talking about how the earlier skins were especially fratty. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> The more recent, especially the female characters, all that I'm thinking through, they still have of course, like some things that aren't functional, but so do the men's armors and stuff, just because they're going more for the design and less for actual function. But a lot of them are more realistic and not as revealing. Like, I mean we look at Gwyn, who is just a is a doll to where like there's some unrealistic, but I mean she's based off of a doll. That's like that's part of her lore. Yeah. And then there's a knight like a oh, rel. Re- no, there's Rel. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Sun, like the bright-haired lady. Oh, and then there's also Zoe. Uh. <laughs> and then there's also the other fast girl, Zeri. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. But all all of them are like, I'm th- I'm sure, yeah. Like most of the female characters that have been released, I feel like are definitely more following the ideas of Arcane.
0: Mm-hmm. So you think it's like an overall shift?
3: Oh yeah, I think it is a a shift because Riot's become like way more mainstream where I think their culture used to be a lot like how Blizzard is and now it's (laughs) they've shifted and found their audience especially like Valorant and things like that to where I think they're definitely moving in the direction of like hey we need to get away from this culture and I think also also just hiring new people and going more corporate um, has helped I think Create more of a a diverse um, company. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ushering in a new era will definitely serve them well, and I think has been. They're projected to keep growing. While we're okay, so we're on the game. Currently, I would love um, Ben and Joel to talk about strengths and weaknesses of the game, and then we'll go over to Malachi and Lexi for strong and weak points of the show. So let's start with the game
2: well it's fun
0: (laughs) why is it fun Ben please let's elaborate on that
3: when you hit minion it makes a little coin sound and it's addictive I get dopamine
2: (laughs) (laughs) no so I think like honestly I think League of Legends greatest strength is honestly its greatest weakness too like the game is so complicated and like so in depth with how many different things you need to keep track of and how many different characters there are that all have different abilities and all these abilities have a paragraph that you have to read to actually understand what it does. And on one hand, I could very much understand someone new like you, Zoe, being completely just flabbergasted by all of that, all hitting you at once. But then at the same time, I feel like it's a very rewarding game to play. Just because I think using all of those different aspects of the game to, like, get a leg up on the other team and to, like, figure out creative or fun ways to, like, outplay people is incredibly fun to me. And I think it's just, like, really rewarding to do things like comebacks and... Because, like, it's a very momentum-based game, so comebacks are very hard to do. But if you are better than the other person, you can do it, but... That's probably what I would say is like one of the biggest strengths of it.
0: Let's go over to show side. Go to Lexi on strengths and weaknesses of the show.
1: Oh, absolutely. I really love how they tenderly pull on your heartstrings. It's Mm. not like Up, where it's five minutes of getting to know this romance, and then all of a sudden, she's dead. It is a build-up. You get to follow these children through the hardships that they have to go through in the city, and it's a slow burn. You hope for the best, and then As soon as you see Jinx make the mistake of throwing the bomb in, I think it was a bomb, Mm. and just the consequences that she has to deal with throughout the remainder, it just messes her up completely. It does a great job at portraying how, I I guess I would say PTSD affects someone at a young age. It's just, it's not onset, and it completely changes the behavior of a child as well as splitting apart these sisters, you want to see this unity, but this entire, it's a slow burn that you have to get to that point. And even at the end, there is no unity, not yet at least, but I don't know if there, that that kind of goes into my critique of, I don't think there ever will be unity. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I know based off the game now that there's two separate sides, right? not not in any
0: narrative sense. Okay. It's solely team versus team. And the champions mm-hmm. all change and there's really you're defending like a random gem. Okay. Um there So I guess in a sense no you're not going to ever be fully united, but in a plot sense, the teams don't actually matter. So considering all of that conversation that we just had and the idea like the strengths and weaknesses you guys mentioned versus this, the shows, they don't match up at all. Like, we tried to maybe s- see a small connection, but it's very fragile. Mostly, I think, because the game has absolutely no plot. And the show's plot is so thick that you can cut it with a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. So, do is that a good thing?
3: Yeah. I'd say so. Uh, yeah, because I... I think like The Last of Us and some other shows. Are th- th- there's some shows that have kind of come out that have like been not carbon copies, but have followed the narrative of a game yep. to a T. And that can work if it's done right. And I think The Last of Us works so well because it's like live, it's like realistic-ish live action-looking characters going to live action. Like mocap to mocap. Without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Mo-cap. Well, not mo-cap, mocap to live but action. Yeah, mocap to live action. Yeah. While something like League of the League of Legends, I think fits really well into the animated medium, because essentially the same thing as like taking a book and making it into a show, or taking a manga and making it into a show, which is the I think one of the easiest adaptations to where it's almost not even taking the video game at all. It's just taking the lore that these characters have from this video game. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and it's a, it's a hard thing. To do when you're making an adaptation like that, because I can think of all the animes I've watched that have, or the manga that I've read, and they have anime adaptations, and they just go off the rails of what the original story was, and then it ends up being dumpster fire.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, no, actually, now that I think about this, it's probably going to make you a little bit mad, Zoe. But I think, I think there's there is a pitfall in like video game adaptations where they almost try to make it like a little too similar to the experience of the original game. And I think the Tomb Raider movie is kind of an example of that. I was
0: wondering (laughs) how I was going to be mad. I'm like, I'm agreeing (laughs) thus far. (laughs) Uh, I just think the
2: Tomb Raider, sorry, go ahead. Really
0: quickly clarifying for anyone listening, I mean the 2018 Tomb Raider.
3: That's the one I mean too.
0: <laughs> Not the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider. Yes,
3: <laughs> I will say that's the, be- the the 2018 is the better Tomb Raider. It's just really boring to me though. Like, uh,
0: so you think the game has no plot, yeah. but that doesn't matter because they're taking something and adding a lot of depth to it that still feels the same as the game, but presents an entirely new experience.
2: Yeah, Yeah. it it reminds me of like the spot from across the Spider-Verse, like a character that nobody has any clue about before that movie comes out. Yeah, And that gives the writers like a lot of freedom to like come up with creative ideas on how to put him into this like visual medium. I feel like the same thing kinda happened with Arcane where they were given the freedom and the creativity to actually make something like
3: really fleshed out and really entertaining. Yeah, because, like, part of the – when you take a video, it's it's the same thing as, like, taking a book into a movie and, like, how those oftentimes will stumble because the book's very thought-based when the movie's very um, visual-based. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And so it makes it to where they have these structures up for one thing that don't at all work. Like, the blueprints just don't transfer at all. And I think oftentimes the idea for whenever they – stick really close and rigid to it is, oh, let's transfer this entirely and try to fit in the aspects of the video games. Like with like the Uncharted um and with the, uh, shoot. What is the other one that we watched that had Tom Holland? A video
0: Spider-Man?
1: game? Uncharted? No, it's
3: the...
0: No, he already said Uncharted.
3: Oh, no, sorry. It is Uncharted. I thought I said Tomb Raider. No, yeah, Uncharted. <laughs> oh. Um,
2: the Uncharted...
3: <laughs> Where they basically just put in a ton of action sequences from the video game, and it's like, uh, okay. they look worse. Yeah. They're worse rendered. Pretty much. (laughs) And so it's like you just made a lesser version of what already existed. Why'd you do that? And I, I think whenever you're taking something and you don't have those structures up, and you're able to make something just original, I don't think they get stuck in this pitfall of, oh, this or that or that or this, when like The Last of Us, even with the mocap to like live action, The Last of Us plays like a movie. I mean, yeah, you're holding the gun and stuff, but oftentimes you're walking around, there's nothing like super, I guess like stuck that they could get stuck in when Arcane thankfully didn't have anything like that. Mm -hmm.
0: So you have either a game that sets up the blueprints perfectly But if it if there's things that are going to start undermining that, just go completely off of it and say we're going to make something
1: original. It's going to have the same flavor, but not the same presentation.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would say that's the benefit of having creative liberty. You have a message. You execute it. You don't fill it in with blank spaces. You don't try to sugarcoat things. You're making it out to be what it is. And you're going to finish it out. I'll tell you
0: what. That's where you see the momentum of the game come into the show. It does not slow down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get on the mine cart and you're gone. Yeah. For nine episodes. Nine episodes? Nine. Nine episodes. It's just quiche level thickness. <laughs> <laughs> you will be fed. Yeah. Any, any lingering thoughts?
2: Did you? Because you like... Uncharted and Tomb Raider, don't you? And you? I did not like Uncharted. I like do Uncharted. like Tomb Raider. I made fun and of Uncharted.
0: I did. I, I, I my parents like Uncharted.
1: Hmm. Rolls eyes.
2: I was just gonna ask, just because like we were kind of criticizing, and I was interesting. Like, or and, gosh, talking is hard, Lexi. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: don't look at me. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> this would be really fun if we continue to do this podcast with other things to go back to Tomb Raider. But uh, a very quick thing is, I think the main thing that. mean to Tomb Raider specifically I wish I knew the actress's name but 2018 versus Angelina Jolie was the difference in how they portrayed Laura Croft somehow in the Angelina Jolie one they managed to get triangle boobs in real life it's like wow you really committed to the graphics huh but I think the 2018 one um Almost like Arcane is they're not afraid to show her as being a little weak or as failing. Mm -hmm. She does mess up. It does cause disastrous consequences. Versus Angelina Jolie, where just everything goes right and I'm wearing a nightgown in the Arctic for no reason. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Got him. But I think maybe that is one of the greatest things that draws me to Arcane is seeing they're not afraid to make you feel things. They're not afraid for the characters to mess up. Um, And that's also kind of how I feel about Tomb Raider. And I can acknowledge that it probably isn't a good game adaptation. I've never played that game. Hmm. I have actually played League. Right. To my great disdain. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I probably just need to actually try at it. Other than just panic press buttons. <laughs> yeah, you just
2: weird. need to play Seraphine more.
0: Oh, I want to play Vi, but then I'd have to jungle. Thank you for joining us on this quest through League of Legends. And a big thank you to all of my friends who came and made this episode with me. Join us next week at Beyond the 8-Bit Screen, where we'll be looking at Pokemon. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go queue up for a League of Legends match.